Welcome back. Welcome to you live from, uh, <laughs> from my the podcastatorium. Basic, the podcast. I should say, module. actually, I'm live. Brad is actually an eight track I played. Yes. Richard Dreyfus that I'm not the Wolfman. Obscure reference. If, anyone, no, obscure. if anyone could pick it up, we'll. If anyone was watching Turner Classic Movies this evening, yeah, you'll know you what I'm talking American about. Yeah, you watched American Graffiti and yeah. you saw that. Good movie. Oh, man, a great movie. Yeah. It's so strange that it's. Uh, that it's George Lucas because it's so yeah. you know sort of cinema verite like like weird like because you fast forward like you know not long what when was Star Wars seventy seven yeah four years later yeah four years later yeah. really different very different very yeah. different movie yeah, very yeah. different themes very different style it's the style that that uh, I find so strange that I mean like this really does look like a classic like nineteen seventies movie yeah. people like walk in front of the camera yeah. and you know their yeah, sounds yeah, yeah. off screen it's not super tight yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. a it's a loose baggy uh, it's yeah. that's the kind of movies I really enjoy but um, yeah. not that I don't enjoy Star Wars but Star Wars is so clean yeah yeah and, oh yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely yeah. well most of it so much of it actually you know yeah. what anyway well I'll have uh, I'll have things to say about this but when you think about it Star Wars I mean. It's a very sort of lived-in feel for a for a sci-fi movie. Like the the robots are kind of dirty and uh, yeah, at times yeah, yeah, and the crowded scenes and yeah, sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's that's, that's probably not what we're going to talk about tonight. No, no, not, we're not. Brad we're and Ned. Brad and Ned, go to the movies. Go to the movies. <laughs> that could be our next that, yeah. iteration of podcast. Uh, are you Gene or are you uh, Siskel or are you Ebert? Ebert. Yeah. yeah, either one. They're yeah. both quality guys. Yeah, we used to love that show too. Though, oh so. man, I love that show. Yeah. Um. No, we're still in World War Since II. Since we're both bald, it'll just come out of who's fat out or, yeah. yeah, we'll both be Siskel, I think yeah. he was bald. Harry uh, was a bit of a dick. Was he? Yeah, Harry was a bit of a... Like, like Ebert seems like a like a sweetheart, but uh, but Siskel was a was an opinionated... He died uh, first. Yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. And, yeah, they had a knife fight. And, uh, <laughs> he <laughs> lost Ebert, Ebert came imagine? out victorious. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, no, we're still in World it, War II. PBS was like, we can only keep one of you on contract. Was that on PBS? It was originally. Oh, uh, okay. I think it. I think once it got more popular. Yeah, it went mainstream. Yeah, because yeah. I remember it on kind of more yeah. mainstream networks. Uh, okay. Okay, let's talk about let's, World let's War II. And it's your go-round this time. Yeah, uh, yeah. What are you going to talk to me about? Well, I had a recent uh, trip uh, where I visited Warsaw, Poland. Ah, Warsaw, Poland. Yeah. Really beautiful. I bet there's a Warsaw in Ohio. There probably is. Yeah. So I thought I'd stress yeah. it. Yeah, no, you know, thank, I'm glad want, you did. It's like Paris, Texas. I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I know you spend a lot of time in the Midwest. Yeah, so. exactly. No, uh, no, the actual uh, Warsaw, Poland. Uh, yeah. Great trip. Uh, beautiful city. I uh, visited their war museum. Their, yeah. Really? Uh, yeah, military museum. You had enough time there. I had a late flight. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, on the Saturday before I flew back. So yeah. I spent a couple hours. Uh, rich military tradition in yeah. Poland. Very interesting. Uh, and of course, uh, a rather tragic one when you Absolutely. think of the yeah. Cold War. Uh, so we're going to talk tonight uh, about um, a specific uh, incident and uh, a specific vessel and incident that resulted from it. So we're going to go through the kind of swashbuckling portion first. Yeah. So the story about this uh, submarine, uh, and then we'll secondly we'll discuss sort of the the incident that sort of arose because of this. Okay. So September uh, 1939, uh, Germany invades Poland. I think we all, if you're we, listening we to this podcast, we can all agree with that. Yes, yeah, yes. if you're listening we to this podcast, take judicial you notice of probably know enough how the Second World yeah. War started. Uh, of course, what a lot of people know, but not everyone, is the Soviets invaded Poland as well. That there was a deal 
between uh, Molotov and uh, Ribbentrop. Ribbentrop, yeah, yeah, Trop, uh, Trop, and uh, the uh, you know one of the deals and one of the other parts of the deal will we'll feature uh, later on in the story was that they would both invade Poland and divide it. When out. did when did the Soviet Union actually invade Poland? Is it is uh, it like simultaneously? Oh, it was about forty eight hours. After. Oh, so it was it was that simultaneous. Yeah, because you never hear the story. Actually, no, it wasn't forty hours. Sorry, it was about a week later. That's okay. right. Because there was a defensive. The Poles actually did a fairly good job of holding off the Germans. They had a defensive yeah. line that they were holding in the south, uh, and the plan was that they would, you know, of course, you know, good luck with this. They were going to be able to hold that defensive line uh, long enough. For the Western Allies yes, to, to, to actually do something, <laughs> yes, <laughs> instead yeah. of just standing in the Maginot Line uh, playing ukuleles, they would actually cross and in, invade Germany and take the pressure off. Because yeah. there wasn't much, oh, man, there poor. wasn't many German forces actually yeah. in Western Europe at this time. They were all actually in Poland, so it would have been a pretty easy attack. But, but after the first war, Poland is literally fighting a two-front war. After about a week, they are fighting. So that yeah. literally, like. Everyone talks about, you know, Poland falling in about a month. Uh, Poland probably could have held out for quite a while. Yeah. It was the Soviet invasion in the second week. There's a counterfactual. If the Soviets hadn't invaded, would the West actually have come to Poland's aid? Oh, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Because they didn't really seem very I don't think they were. Yeah. The no, French I mean, army. Good, good. Uh, and we've discussed well, it this. took a good invasion of France to, <laughs> yeah, get, the French to get the French moving. Yeah. Uh, we discussed this, actually, in our top five battles, the invasion yeah. of France. Um, the French army, not not an offensive posture in 1940. No, 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 It had a very not. defensive culture. Uh, so I doubt they would have. Uh, okay, so we're at that point. Um, so the war starts. Uh, Poland's invaded. The Polish Navy, very small, but quite professional, fairly well equipped, actually. I had about two or three submarines, and one of them was a submarine called the Orzel. So Orzel is apparently Polish for eagle. Hopefully I am pronouncing it right. It's quite likely I'm not, but, yeah, we'll add that to the list of things that I just pronounced. Um, And uh, it immediately sorties. It has a patrol sector that it's supposed to go to in the Baltic Sea, um, and it proceeds to this area. Within a few... Can I derail you just for a second? Yeah, sure, sure. Where did they get their navy? Like, did they inherit it? From uh, where the was Russians, the or did they built? actually build it during the interwar period? Uh, so we can check the Google machine here quite quickly. And see where it was built. Uh, it was built in the Netherlands. The hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Disheld, uh shipbuilding industry. Okay. So, yeah, so, so it was a fairly new. Lucky. Oh, it was commissioned in 1938. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was wow. quite, a new, yeah, it was quite yeah. a new submarine. Uh, so it uh, immediately sorties, uh, goes into its patrol uh, sector, um, but within about a week, things are going off the rails in Poland, like right. in, in yes. this country. So the submarine gets communications that this is going on. They decide we should probably, um, you know, we're gonna, the country's going to collapse one other submarine of its class had already left and went to England to join the British. The so British it made were, it successfully. It made it successfully. Yeah. The British were saying, you know, yeah, we will accept yeah. anybody who wants to come and help fight. Uh, so the crew of the Orzel decide, let's do that too. In, uh, in their process of getting out of their patrol sector, they get attacked by some German surface vessels. Uh, they receive some minor damage. And so they go into Tallinn, uh, Estonia. Right. Uh, for a port visit. 
Now, at that time, and it may be the same way, I don't really know, I can't remember off the top of my head, it's something I should know, but I believe from like the 1908 Hague Conventions uh, that if, if a neutral, so Estonia at that time, a neutral yeah. party to the conflict that is going on between, uh, actually, Germany, Poland, and Russia, uh, Estonia, as a neutral country, you can only stay in port for 24 hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't, like, increase, you can affect repairs uh, that are related to, uh, like, life-saving equipment and the machinery and the flotation yeah. and the stability of the vessel, but you can't increase your weapons. You can't upgrade. Yeah. You can't upgrade. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, this was uh, a bit of a sidebar. This became a thing. Uh, shortly after this, with the Graf Spee, I think it was, it was a German yeah. pocket battleship, went into Montevideo yeah, yeah. Harbor, and uh, but had to leave. Battle of the hours. River Plate. Battle of the River Plate. Yeah, yeah, which wasn't much of a well. It was a battle before, yeah. and then it went in, and in 24 hours it had to leave in order to meet the obligations, oh. and that's when so the British were waiting for it, and it sunk itself. The scuttled. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's not let's yeah. not totally get. Off track because I can't remember, but but so there was a battle before it went into it went in. Montevideo, yeah, and it was damaged out and just well, we're done. Yeah, we're done. Like yeah. there was three uh, British cruisers waiting for it. Yeah, so it decided uh, the captain yeah, okay. scuttled it and committed suicide. Actually, oh. yeah, very sad. Hmm. Um, but sidebar, so yes. it goes into Tallinn. Um, immediately, the Soviets. Uh, who had some rather difficult relations with the Estonians at this <laughs> that's time. A, that's a delicate way of and putting it. You should be in up. diplomacy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this will come up later. Uh, immediately, they start demanding that uh, it needs to leave yeah. or it needs to be seized. The Germans, the same thing. They're uh, clamoring with the Estonians saying it should be seized and it should have all the ammunition taken off of it. The Estonians sort of split the difference. They let it stay for um, a short period. On the condition that it de-arms. Okay. That they take all the ammunition off it, all the yeah. torpedoes and whatnot. Uh, they're in the process of doing this when uh, the, I think it's the chief engineer of the Orzel, actually uh, secretly sabotages the crane system on the port that's offloading torpedoes. He sabotages it when about half the torpedoes are gone, uh, offloaded, yeah. and breaks it. So it, it breaks down, and the Estonians don't realize what's happened. But they're like, well, well, we got to stop. So, you know, I think it was actually on a Saturday or a Friday. It's like, well, you know, we won't be able to get back yeah, to this until Monday, Monday. So yeah. you can just stay here for yeah. the weekend. Uh, two Estonians. It's nice to see union rules still apply. Yeah, still Finally. Thank yeah. goodness. Uh, so the um, there's two Estonian guards uh, posted on the dock by the vessel. And um, immediately throughout the Saturday, the Polish crew is... Dreaming of thinking of a plan to get out of there, okay, because they want to get out, get to Britain. Yeah. So they've got one of their sailors actually goes out. Oh yes, this is the other piece too. This preaches prominently. Uh, the other part of the deal was the Estonians took all the charts. So oh, so they yeah. don't have any navigation charts at all. So just getting out of port is going to be tricky, obviously. So one of the uh, Polish sailors took a uh, rowboat or took one of the you know lifeboats from the submarine. Yeah. And on the pretense that he was going fishing, went out and took sandals. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Yeah, I know. We shouldn't really make a movie yeah. out of this. Yeah. On the pretense that he was fishing, was out in the harbor taking soundings and measuring the depths of various routes. Yeah, damn. Oh, very, very crafty. Very yeah. smart. Yeah. Comes back with these recorded uh, soundings and, okay, here is the depth here and there. 
So uh, in the middle of the night, all of a sudden, an Estonian uh, official shows up, wants to do an inspection of the vessel. They bring him on, give him some uh, rum or something. Yeah. They have a drink. He inspects. He's like, yeah, everything's in order here. Have a good night. You know, uh, tells the two guards that are post there. Yeah, everything's fine here. I'm going home. So he goes home. Uh, the Polish crew now uh, invite the two Estonian guards on board. Yeah. Say, hey, come on in. Like, your guy just had a drink. You can come on. Yeah. Have a drink, too. And as soon as they got that in, they disarmed them. Yeah. And detained them. They cut the lines. They cut the mooring lines. And off they go. Yeah. They get out into the harbor channel. And uh, all of a sudden, the Estonians are privy to what's going on. They've discovered yeah. what's happened. Searchlights start shooting. The, or start searching over yeah. the, the water. And the... Um, a machine gun opens up and uh, hits the conning tower, damages the submarine a little bit. Yeah. They manage to get uh, partially submerged and out of the channel <clears throat> where they run aground. Mm. And this isn't clear to me okay. uh, what happens here. I, they do get off the grounding by blowing the tanks, the ballast tanks, right. and, and coming back to the surface. But, but I, now they're they're probably well, permanently they're, on the surface? or Yeah, now they'd be permanently on the surface. Yeah. And this is where I'm not sure the two different... Not versions of the story, but one had specifics on it and the other one didn't. So yeah. I don't know what the facts are, because this does feature later as well. But one version of the story has it sort of coastal artillery shells start hitting it and yeah. damages one of the communication uh, towers. Like okay. one of the, or damages some of the communications yeah. equipment. Um, they manage to get away, though. So okay. They, so they get away. and uh, Still with the Estonian guards on board? With the two Estonian guards on board. So this... Um, so the... Captain now of the Orzel, he um, decides, well, we want to, you know, we don't want these two Estonians to be hurt, like yeah. being very gentlemanly about it. So they stop immediately in Sweden and offload them. Yeah. Uh, and then they head out into the, uh, into the Baltic Sea. Uh, his plan is to, because he's got no charts. Yeah. Right? He can't navigate. His plan was to intercept a German merchant ship. And uh, board it and, hijack, and it. hijack it and take yeah. its charts. Yeah. Uh, but he can't. All the only vessels he comes across are German warships. Yeah, yeah. So he, you know, lays low. He keeps navigating across. And I think I told you we discussed this story the other day in yeah, the lead we up did. to the podcast. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't want to give any too much of the secret. Well, I was actually wrong. I was actually yeah. wrong. Actually, so okay. this will be a surprise to you how this ends. Um, by. So what they did have was they did have one uh, book of lighthouse listings, lighthouse listings in the okay. Baltic Sea. Yeah, they used that to chart a course to get around Denmark. A rough guide. A rough, yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, the yeah. Michelin guide yeah, yeah. to lighthouses. Uh, you know, like in case you wanted to go on a romantic yeah, tour of lighthouses. Uh, they used that enough to get around uh, the coast of Denmark. That's actually got to be a fairly tricky thing to do. Very tricky. Apparently yeah. it was pretty impressive navigation on the part yeah. of the crew or part of the commanding officer. They get out into the North Sea. Their cocked hats were very tight. Very tight. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. That's right. A little yeah. uh, you, yeah. you know, three-point fix. That's, That's all right. I remember. From your navigation yeah. days. Yeah. Um, they were attacked uh, several times by both German and British. Uh, because their communications network is down. They can't, right, so they can't be So they like, can't communicate hey. to anybody. Yeah. So they just have to dive and yeah. try and get away from it. They get finally off the coast of Scotland. And this one seems a bit bizarre to me. Um, why this story about them, their comms, their radio being broke, seems bizarre. Because as this one version of the story goes, they, uh, they submerged. very Like they hung out off the coast. Okay, submerged. Yeah. Fixed the radio, but if it was 
it seems like it was, it was an external break of the radio. So I don't know how you, you know, dive and then yeah. fix it. So I don't, really, I don't okay. know if this is true. And some, both stories converge, though, that the radio ends up working. Okay. Uh, so they surface and they send out a. Bomb. I thought they couldn't dive. I thought they'd lost. No, they could the, dive. Their ballast. Okay. No, no, they could dive. Yeah, okay. they could dive. Um, so they do uh, surface and they send out a garbled English message uh, on yeah. wireless announcing who they are. They send it out a few times and eventually a Royal Navy destroyer shows up and sinks them. And sinks them <laughs> like a sitting duck. They yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, escorts them uh, to a harbor in Scotland. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, Wait, this is different from the story you told is. me. It is. First and of all, the two Estonians died yesterday. No, they didn't die. Don't which, they. well, yesterday they did. did which they? I okay. think added a layer of moral complication okay. to the story. Okay, so they didn't die. No, they actually went ashore. So the uh, the um, Soviet and German newspapers announced they were killed. Uh, they were lost at sea. Fake news. Fake news. Oh, man. Uh, but then they all of a sudden showed up. Yeah. <laughs> and the... Uh, uh, the when they got into port in Sweden, when they dropped them off, that news had already been flashed around. So it took them like 48 hours, yeah, three days to get there. And uh, so the Polish crew joked that like, well, if you're coming back from the from the Never World, you know, we need to do it yeah. in style. So they gave them like fifty dollars and gave them yeah. like money to buy new suits and stuff, and and enough money to get like ferry uh, tickets back to Estonia. Which I thought was quite gentlemanly. Oh, that is very nice. Well. Yeah. yeah. So these Although two I don't know that I would want to be taking a ferry through the Baltic yeah. Sea. I can imagine it's the only way of getting In 1939. It's probably the only way to do then it. Then again, by land, you'd have to go, go through Finland, Finland, the Soviet Union. Lots of fighting going yeah, on Yeah, you know what? Time. Yeah, no, maybe. maybe Ferries are good. Yeah, I'd do, I think I'd just stay in Sweden. Till, yeah, uh, maybe. Till yeah. The war's over. yeah, when but you, this actually goes when you find to, out what happens later, yeah, which is what we'll yeah. get to next, yeah, that would have been a better plan. But this right? almost goes back to like the, um, the Casablanca thing we talked about. It's like... This travel between neutral countries. Yeah. Well, there's a freaking world war going on. I know. Like it's amazing what yeah. went on, and and travel by not just like other neutral. Because remember, Estonia is still neutral at yeah. this point. Yeah. As is Sweden. Uh, as is yeah. Sweden. Yeah. You know why this conflict <laughs> Although, is going on? At this on. point, Sweden. I yeah. think we need to do a, a show, show on Sweden. Sweden's yeah, neutrality. Because, yeah, and Switzerland's too. Yeah, actually, right? yeah, that's true. Actually, oh, let's yeah. do. Yeah, it's a bold let's one. do it. Yeah, it's a bold one. Yeah. So we'll catch up with the Orzel now, and yes, we'll sir. finish up this chunk of the story and move on to the other ins- the other aspect of it. So the Orzel, uh, its uh, service career, uh, it isn't long. It gets refitted, gets whatever damage is repaired, and gets incorporated into a British submarine flotilla. Yeah. Uh, takes part in the Battle of Norway, uh, sinks yeah. a German uh, tanker, I think. Oh, good for it. Yeah, sinks a couple yeah, of German ships, Sorry. does a couple of war patrols. Uh, in late May of 1940, it is at sea on a war patrol. Uh, a message goes out to it for it to return. So would it, it, would it be crewed by the same Polish crew that... Uh, yep. that yeah, same Polish crew. Sailed her to safety? Yeah, okay. same one. Yeah. Uh, so late May of 1940, it gets uh, it's on a war patrol. It gets signal from Admiralty, come back. The message doesn't get uh, responded to. It doesn't get acknowledged. Yeah. And uh, by about five days later... Um, there's no response. Yeah. And it was listed as missing. And to this day, it's missing. Yeah. So it was sunk. It, we, off, there's no, off Norway? Somewhere off Norway, they yeah. think. Uh, there's no records in the German uh, Navy that they sunk it. Yeah. Uh, certainly no records that it was accidentally sunk. Uh, most experts 
think that it was because the area, the waters around Norway were highly mined by this stage. Uh, they think likely it hit a mine. It could also be like Toad in the uh, sequel to American Graffiti <laughs> it just 2. Snuck and away, they just snuck away snuck Thailand. Away to Thailand. Yeah. Uh, no, they didn't show up in Thailand. Okay, so, right, yeah. yeah, no, it disappeared. Uh, so a bit of a tragic result. Yeah, that actually is. Yeah. I mean, that's a... That is, I'm really actually surprised that like there wasn't a movie made about this. It's an exciting starring little... Richard Burton in oh, yeah. 1963. It's a yeah. very exciting yeah. little tale. Um, there may have been one made in Poland. Who knows? Actually, I don't, uh, I don't no, know because Poland wouldn't have been making. Well, I mean, Maybe there might have been one after yeah. after like yeah. you know 1990 or something. Um, but, uh, so I said there's two pieces. There's yes. this swashbuckling piece of these guys out, you know, trying to escape and whatnot and get back to England to fight. There's also a kind of geopolitical dimension to right. the story that happens Clearly. as well. So as I said, while the Orzel was in Estonia, uh, both the Soviets and the Nazis were clamoring to have it seized, have it disarmed, have the crew in turn, turned over, blah, blah, blah. Uh, when it escaped, the Soviets immediately blamed the Estonian government for this. And they used this as a pretense to sort of uh, leverage that they should have uh, that they can't be trusted, the Estonians were in cahoots with the Poles, and that a Soviet garrison should be uh, put into Tallinn to keep an eye on things. Well, there you go, Estonia. Maybe if you hadn't done this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, also you... invading Latvia and Lithuania <laughs> yeah. at the same time. You know? So they, uh, this is what happened uh, yeah. eventually. Of course, as we know, uh, the Soviets just ended up basically occupying Estonia. Uh, it was a bit of a, uh, there was a lot of newspaper traffic about this in the days afterwards. The Germans were livid, the Soviets were livid, the Estonians were trying to like say, listen, we you know, we did what we could, it got away, yeah. we weren't complicit in this. Um, really, I think the Soviets were using it as a, oh, clearly. Yeah. you know, I mean, point they could. Yeah. to just occupy Estonia, which is what they ended up doing. I actually for, don't uh, know what their decades later. public justification if there even was one, if it may have just been like, oh, we need this territory for the invasion of Poland, you know, I mean, like... Uh, Soviets? Yeah, the Soviets. Well, the invasion of Poland had already happened. Yeah, so... no, but I mean, what I mean is, like, did they try to dress it up as something other than just sort of, like, base self-interest? Did they try to... Uh, they, I think they tried to dress it up that Estonia couldn't be trusted. Yeah. Uh, and that since they had let this submarine go, go uh, this was, you know, the pretense yeah. for, for yeah. their occupation that Estonia couldn't be trusted, that they lied. The truth is, if you backtrack and look through the agreement that had been done, oh, yeah. they were, the, the not agree, Estonia had already been dived up. Yeah, exactly. They were divided up, yeah, and, yeah. and the Nazis had already agreed to turn it over to the Soviets. So whether this happened bloodlessly through this Orzel incident, as it's known yeah. as, or whether the Soviets would have just invaded in about 48 hours later, it's a bit academic. No, it's just, it's just Estonia was going to get occupied. The way countries clearly acting aggressively yeah you know very much because so. I, I was reading something earlier today actually about the um the italian invasion of abyssinia mm -hmm. in earlier in the 1930s yeah, the 30s. and they actually framed it as almost like humanitarian intervention because abyssinia was in violation of certain of the basic principles of the league of nations sure which which italy gave the you know yeah. framed as giving them the the justification for going in and yeah. apparently you know enforcing league of nation rules seems by, i've heard of that before yes, or yes. since then actually yeah, exactly. in many incidences yeah. yeah yeah it's funny how everything old is new again mm. so yeah uh yeah so the story of the orzel uh unfortunately ends tragically with it being sunk fortunate yeah you know, i guess it got a couple of got its fight in as well 
struck a blow for, uh, yeah. for Poland when it did have a chance. But, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, interesting it's a, story. It's, a, it's, and, it's uh, one more of your stories that would make one hell of a movie. Would make one hell of a movie. Okay. Yeah, let's make it. You can be uh, the captain of yours. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> I'm gonna my investment. Uh, oh in no, this. we're gonna act in it. Oh, we're, we're gonna act it. Oh I'll yeah, get a we're camcorder. Be, let's make yeah, it happen. Absolutely. We'll, <laughs> yeah. use, we'll use my phone. <laughs> yeah, I'll get a cardboard separate. <laughs> oh, yes, Head up exactly. to my bathtub. It'll be excellent. Yeah. All right. On Dust that boots. note. <laughs> yeah. Toss boots. Yeah. All right. Remix. Uh, uh, on that note, we're uh, signing off. Yeah, it was a good, uh, good little podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. I invite everyone to Google uh, the Orzel. Oh, uh, sorry, quick, quick. Yeah. How did you find all this out about the Orzel? I know. Uh, no, it, was in, it was in the museum. It was in the museum. So yeah. all that info was in the museum. Not all of it. I pulled it up later. You you went to uh, Wikipedia has a good page on it on God both, damn, not Wikipedia. just the submarine, which is again I was just going to yeah. say. I invite anyone to Google uh, Orzel, yeah. the submarine. I have a write-up about it, uh, and there's also a separate uh, Wikipedia page on the Orzel incident. As it's oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's a it's its own separate uh, yeah Orzel the yeah. Lafayre Orzel. Yeah, I love, I love. So um, yeah, check it out. Uh, interesting little bit of history. That was a good one. Have a good night. All right, good night, everybody. <laughs>